Welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast. The week of May 16th, 2022, it is PGA Championship Week at Southern Hills. Very excited about that. Alongside Hunter Pulaski and Potoski, I am Peter Garber in Chicago. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Potoski. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed. In this week's episode, we'll have a full preview and picks, of course, for the upcoming PGA Championship teeing off here on Thursday at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the beautiful Perry Maxwell design. I can't wait to uh, geek out about the golf course a little bit, Hunter, so uh, you'll have to bear with me as I do that. Also, the University of Michigan women's golf team is headed to their second straight NCAA finals as they defend their home turf in Ann Arbor last week, getting through the NCAA regional. Uh, for an appearance in the uh, NCAA Finals for the second straight year. Like we said, interestingly, Hunter, the uh, U of M golf course is also a Perry Maxwell uh, design along with Alistair McKenzie. So a nice little tie in there with Southern Hills. MSU boys teeing off for day two of their regional. We'll get you caught up on how they fared day one. U.S. Open qualifying has is wrapping up today. We had an event in Glencoe, Illinois yesterday. Uh, final qualifying will start May 23rd, so that's right around the corner. And Hunter will have some MHSAA boys results from last week, including the Gaylord Invitational at Treetops Resort and uh, TC Central's Invitational at Traverse City Country Club. But first, Hunter K.H. League, can you believe it, outduels the likes of Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and others on his way to a repeat victory at the Byron Nelson. Your takeaways from new K.H. Lee Open. Uh, that golf course, P.U. I'm not oh a, boy! I'm not Here a, we go. Here we not go. A huge fan. Of, Somehow I just knew you were gonna have to start there. Yeah. Um, and just start bursting bubbles, popping balloons. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, my goodness, what are we doing out here? What Making are, birdies, I, making birdies and eagles, man. I, Lighting up boards. That uh, the boards were lit. That is for sure. Uh, so you preferred the Wells Fargo in the pouring rain? Yes. That. Yes. Sort of junk yes. fest. Yes, yes. To what yes, you saw yes, this yes. week. Yes, yes, yes. I keep because you just yes. don't like birdies, or what? I What's keep your... saying. So like, it just doesn't. Seem, it didn't really seem. I will be honest. You didn't watch a ton of. Didn't watch a ton on the weekend. Watched uh, quite a bit on Thursday and then Friday morning. Um, that golf. If there's no wind, that golf course is just like. <laughs> I mean, come on. Can we give these guys a little bit of a challenge? And I know that's not necessarily the fault of David Craig and the ranch, but if it's not windy, come on. I was, they were just destroying that place. I guess a six under, was it the, did the cut line ended up finishing at five or six? I think five got in. Five got through, which was the same score as last year. I think we may have even predicted that on this show. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. A lot of these TPCs are easy. I saw the I saw Tron Carter from No Lane up going nuts over that. That was funny to observe. What you have to understand, people, is you have to take these for what they are. There's nothing can be done, as Hunter says. You can't ask the patrons to all blow or wave fans to create more wind. If it's going to be calm, the score, the winning score, if it's windy, is still going to be in the minus twenties. 
on that golf course because the par fives are so scorable and because it's just hard to make a double, you know, that your dropped shots, Cage Lee made a bogey on the first hole on Saturday and then played the next 35 without making another one. Granted, he had to make some huge putts down the stretch on Sunday to, to pull that off, but it definitely brought the cream to the top with the possible exception of KH Lee, who obviously has a special connection with this golf course, because at one point, I mean, with the exception of maybe DJ JT was up there speed Hideki. It was like, okay, well, this is interesting. These guys are all going really low and let's see who's going to go the lowest. I mean, you didn't think it was going to be KH Lee, but I told you the golf course is really not a pleasant thing to look at, but the golf part was fun. I mean, you had Spieth coming down the stretch, had to make a three on a par five to force a playoff and almost did it. I mean, that's not bad. It's not a bad watch. I just don't understand how you can have this take this week and then and then six days earlier, seven days earlier, when Max Homa and, and Keegan Bradley were trading like two-shot blows down the pack nine. You were saying how this is the worst golf tournament that PJ Tour has ever put on. Okay, okay. That's what you said. I did because of the rain. The rain makes that had more to do with the weather. That's and all I did like mental say games. by the weekend, it got better. Like Sunday, it didn't rain. And that was really entertaining. I said I couldn't look away. I love Keegan. Like, I, I, by the way, I got another second place in one and done this week. I started Jordan Speed. Like, I, I like have some, there's some kind of weird thing happening in the universe right now where whoever I start in one and done gets second. It's like four weeks in a row. Well, you ought to to let the listeners know so we can at least get a top five off here or something. I know. I know. I should. I should. Um, I haven't made up my mind about who I'm going to start this week. But I still enjoyed that golf tournament. But you're right. I struggle for taking it as it is when it's like literally pouring buckets. And like, it's kind of like, why are we? This is borderline unplayable. You know, that that's. That's you're right. I did not find, you know, sort of like the the right frame of mind for that until Sunday. But maybe I guess I just learned my lesson in time for this week because I wasn't going to waste energy on the hating the golf course when all the best players in the field were near the top of the board. Plus, I cashed a Sebastian Munoz first round leader. So I was just cruising the rest of the week, enjoying everything that I saw. Yeah, no wonder you like the golf tournament. Anybody, as long as you have a winner, you play a I'm, an, Cove. I'm easy to please. I'm easy to please. Give <laughs> no, me some no, winning no. tickets, and I'm in. I like, I I'll you get away with saying that. <laughs> easy to please. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. So I don't understand. I, what I really don't get is why don't you like the rain? Because they don't. They can't like show off all of their skill set. I think it's like mentally is is like warfare out there. It's like awesome to watch. Kind of, but it's just like it tends to be really uneven waves weather's really unpredictable it was born some born guys the whole damn time at potomac he kind of yeah some guys kind of like mail it in in the rain you know they don't like the rain so that like it just and it's not that pleasant to watch a bunch of guys you know sort of slog their way their water was splashing up as they were walking down the fairways i mean it was like crazy wet I'm like picturing you 
in like 2011, you lost a bet. What it because it was raining and like somebody got the reverse field, the wrong side of the field or the draw <laughs> on the tee time, and you just like ever since then you're like, I hate the rain. I will I never just, bet. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't like rain personally. <laughs> I don't like being in the rain. I got caught in the rain this weekend playing golf with Dorothy oh, no. in Ann Arbor. No, it was, I was, we basically were, I took her on a swing in a lightning storm basically. Cause she was refused not to go on it. I was like, okay, you can have two swings and then we're running back to the car and hopefully not dying. But, um, yeah. Any other takeaways? How good is cage Lee? What? Yeah. Um, like that was an incredible performance. Say whatever you want about the golf course and all that. Like he balled out on Sunday, big time. Yeah, he played great. Is what's wrong with uh, what's wrong with Justin Thomas? Is he like a little broken? We're going on fourteen plus months now of no wins. Like, what's See, I hear something like that, and I think, how much money should I bet on Justin Thomas this week? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe a lot, but. It's just like he he got himself to within one, and then he like never could quite like get there. Like he was he was within one like early. I think it was within like hole six or seven, and then he just could never get to like that next level to actually get. With I don't him, know get, what to make of it. Lead. I don't know what to make of it. I just is it all is it all the putter? Is it just the inability to make? big putts at big moments. I mean, is that look, the at only his... thing holding him back because he seemed to hit it pretty good. He created a lot of opportunities. I thought in his, in his round on Sunday, he missed quite a few that like Cagely didn't miss. He made those and he won. Jordan missed. He missed that shorty on 17. He did not put great. So, like, it seems like – I don't want to make it oversimplify it, but it just seems like he's just not making the putts that he needs to make. I would agree. I mean, his stats, his stats, uh, as much as I don't like stats, that reflects – the stats reflect that take. I mean, he's up there at every every ball-striking stat there is. And he's, a, he's an elite approach player. I mean, he's in the top five. He's going to be a top five approach player every season on tour, basically. Yeah. And it is, it is, it feel, it's starting to feel like a real drought now. Meanwhile, his buddy appears to have come completely out of the drought. That's now after the missed cut oh, you, at Augusta, you, you, and everyone ringing the ringing the bell for for Jordan Spieth. He's now gone win second, heading into the PGA Championship with a career Grand Slam on the line. And I have to say. I texted a couple of people about this over the weekend and I said, if this, this looks like now, finally the finished product of what he's been working on for going on two plus years now, because the swing I think looks noticeably different and freer and better. And even though he's still doing the rehearsal, he actually looks free and confident, like he's letting it fly, and he is bombing it off the tee. Well, it's pretty easy to swing free when you're playing the 
David Craig Rams golf course. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That part is true. But he hit, he led the field in ball striking at the Heritage. And that's like hitting it up a up a hallway off the tee there. I know you're not, it's not a lot of drivers, but I mean, I don't think I think we have to take this really seriously now. Like Jordan Spieth might go on another tear. Nope. Nope. Not I. I, I will. Well, you just, I will laugh okay. my way through this one. Okay. Okay. Well, you obviously point. don't like winning money. It, it's, He's first it, and second in his last two starts. Yes, but this was his home course. If you would have <laughs> okay, made, what if about you heritage? If you would have made that put on seventeen, that would have been like the okay Jordan Spieth back to what he used to be. But he missed it. That was a fairly easy like ten footer up the hill. He's got to make that. Okay, so if he makes those this week, what will you say then? Did he? Does he win? What? You don't think he has a good chance to win this week? I would say he's got a top 15 chance of winning this week. Probably as the board reflects. Don't you think? Or is he closer to top five? Definitely closer to top five. Who do you think is ahead of him? Not too many guys. Everyone's got that Jordan Spieth syndrome. Remember the good, hey, I've remember had the good the old days back in 15. I've had the sickness for a while, and the sickness is paying me now. I mean, it's helping me. He just got second for me in one and done. And like, <laughs> that doesn't pay I can't, you though, does it? Yeah, of course it does. I thought one and done was like you had to win. I guess I don't know how one and done's work, I guess. No, you make whatever money your player makes. Oh, I see. Your, yeah. yeah, your earnings are the are the players' earnings. I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's real. I know we'll get to the PGA later, but and we, we can get into it more then. But all right, anything else from the golf course you hate so much, or should we move on to some of the local stuff? Oh, we can move on. All right. Well, congratulations to the Michigan women's golf team making their second straight regional and doing it and got got tight. Yeah, on the stretch on the back nine there on 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 day three and and they were able to uh, pull it out with some some clutch play down the stretch. Yeah, they ended up uh, ended up finishing in a uh, tie for third. So the top four teams get in. Uh, that included San Jose State, Virginia, uh, Michigan, and Arkansas. They ended up uh, making it into the field or avoiding a playoff by three shots over Virginia Tech. So they were at 880 through three rounds, and Virginia Tech finished at 883. We had uh, three uh, Michigan women finish inside of the top 25. Uh, Ashley Lau tied for fifth. Haley Borgia tied for ninth. And then Michaela Schultz tied for 23rd. So now the Michigan women are off to uh, Arizona to play in Scottsdale. Um, they will be just a little idea. So it's 24 teams and 12 individuals competing for 54 holes. They will play um, 54 holes, and then they'll have an additional day of stroke play. To Once they get to 15 teams and nine top nine individuals, they have one more day of stroke play to determine the top eight teams for a match play competition is and a 72 hole stroke play individual champion. The top eight teams then compete in a match play for the team national championship. So, um, and that's decided on the 25th of May. So, 
ends up being quite the week of golf here between the the stroke play and the the match play portion of the uh of the championship so we'll keep you we'll have <clears throat> i'm assuming we'll have early coverage of the um we'll have we'll have up till we won't have the champion yet but we'll have some scores uh for you next week to see how uh the michigan girls <clears throat> fared and then also and follow follow great lakes golf podcast on twitter because i'll follow all this stuff for you guys and i'll tweet and like and retweet everything pertaining to them playing and in, in that in arizona yes and then also uh friday saturday and sunday um i just want to get this coverage right because i just saw it um Golf Channel will provide live coverage for the final three days of the championships. So that ends up being the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, which is uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. So is that the, is Monday the final round of the stroke play or the first day of the match play? I would think the first day of match play. You got eight, eight teams, eight, team, eight teams down to four teams. On Monday, on Tuesday, four teams down to two teams, and then Wednesday, two teams. I believe that would make okay. Would well, we'll certainly be an underdog, but it's not outside the realm of possibility that that they could get through yeah. to the match play. Yeah, that would no. be a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I mean they've been uh, they've been kind of hovering around the the top twenty, top fifteen. Uh, this year in the in the rankings, so it's I mean they only have to beat out what ten ten teams roughly um, via rankings to so just play better, and then also uh, Lila Reigns from Michigan State uh, also qualified as an individual. So Michigan State ended up they uh, stayed right there in fifth place throughout the um, throughout the regional, but Leela did qualify as a individual. So she will be competing in um, Scottsdale as well. And she came out of the the Stillwater regional. Congratulations to her. Yes. And now on to the uh, Michigan state boys who had a somewhat of a a tough start to slow start, slow Slow start. start, slow start. Slow start's probably a better word. So so currently they are playing in the uh at the Traditions Golf Club in Bryan, Texas, in the um the Bryan, Texas regional. They are currently sitting in uh a tie for eighth at plus five. Arizona leads uh the field at minus twelve through day one. Uh Pepperdine, Texas A and M and Georgia round out the uh the top four. Looks if my math is correct, uh, they need to make up. Oh boy! They need fo- they need 12. four good rounds, four good scores, four <laughs> red scores today. They yes. need to get back to red figures as a team. They shot plus plus five, plus five yesterday. Yep. Seventy, seventy-one, seventy-six, seventy-six. So, if they can get back to red, they may have a chance to to you know, get back in it on the, on the third day of the stroke play. But has to be said, Hunter, that is a stacked regional. When Georgia, who I believe is the 12th ranked team in the country, is hanging on to a uh, 
top four spot in the regional, you know, you're, you're, you've got a pretty deep regional on your hands. 12 under is some pretty good playing there from Arizona. Yeah. So actually, um, so it's a tie for a tie for second right now between Georgia, Texas A&M and Pepperdine and Georgia's 13th, Texas A&M and 12th and Pepperdine is sixth in the country. Tennessee is 19th in the country. They're all the way back in 10th place. So yes, it is a, and Arizona leading the field is the 33rd ranked team in the country to shot 12 under. Amazing. Isn't uh, that amazing? Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty chase. I'm trying to so see. Yeah. So, uh, I can't, I won't be able to pronounce his last name. Chase, uh, Sinkowitz shot eight under yesterday. Pretty darn good for Arizona. Uh, and then just to round out Michigan state scores, August Mikoff led the field or led the Spartans with a, uh, Minus two in 10th place, Troy Taylor the second, minus one, James uh, Piat, uh, plus four, Ashton McCullough, plus four, Bradley Smithson, plus seven. So that is what I have for uh, the college. Coll- collegiate ranks. Collegiate side of things. So I will, I will update you on the uh, championships for the girls and um, the regional finishes for the boys. Now on to the high school side of things Petoskey uh had some big north uh conference action this past week so we will start with last wednesday they were playing at the tradition golf course which is at treetops some really really good scores uh best score i think i saw since uh 2015 uh traverse city central led the field with a 284 Traverse City West finished second with a 297, followed by Cadillac at 316. Petoskey also at 316. Alpina also at 316. Oklahoma Heights at 332. Gaylord at 346. And Cheboygan 357. Um, some Petoskey scores, uh, best scores of the year for uh, a few of these guys. Jackson Yonker, I believe he's only a junior. He shot a career round of 75 and ended up just finishing outside the top 10. Uh, and then a pair of sophomores, uh, Max Faulkner and uh, Andrew Licata, shot 79 and 80, respectively. So some really, really solid. It's nice to see them take advantage of what, when you have a um, an easier golf course, you need to play you need to play well. So it's nice to see them post a good number and finish, yeah, good plan. finish in a tie for third. Uh, good plan from Central there. That's a good score. Uh, 284. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good score. Uh, and then I wasn't able to find um, – I will try maybe for next week if I'm able to. They had a tournament. What what course do you think is easier, the Traditions or Craig Ranch? <laughs> no offense to the Traditions, but, you, like, you need it. That's a get-right golf course. Yeah. No, I mean, it is uh... – That'll make you think you're one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the world. Yeah, and even and it's, it's the funniest thing is like the fairways are so wide, and then even on like the edges of the fairway, everything like funnels you back to the middle, like it, as if you needed it. <laughs> like there's yeah, they want you in the fairway there. They're just trying to keep pace of play. It's a very pleasant experience, I'll tell you. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just wanted to have a little fun for a second. No, um, so to answer your question, uh, probably TPC Craig Ranch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hunter is really. <laughs> Coming in hot this morning. Yeah. Uh, and then on to uh, the tournament they had yesterday. 
That was at uh, Traverse City Central or Traverse City Country Club, hosted by Traverse City Central. I'm not necessarily sure what. Sometimes around this time of year, they have uh, honors honors test and like AP testing, so you miss you miss a day of uh, of golf because like these the players that these aren't typically the players that play for Petoskey, so I'm not sure. They ended up finishing. Uh, Traverse City Central ended up winning again with a 305. Traverse City West in second with a 308. Um, and then Petoskey finished all the way back at uh, 365. Uh, Zach Reed, the son of our, our great sponsor, Jim Reed, shot 88 to lead Petoskey. Uh, Andrew Licata shot 91. Uh, Colin Caprezo shot 92. And Parker Strafe shot 94. So, uh, well, fun for those guys to get a chance to tee it up then. Yeah, no, 100%. So, I, I know Andrew's played in some varsity events. I know Zach may have, but it just seems like some of like the, like the Jacks, Jacks, I'm not sure. I've shot there. 88 at Traverse City Country Club for sure. Actually, I may have on. shot something in the 90s there. My first round ever, mm, 86, actually. 81st round ever in high school is. At this golf course, I love this golf course very, very. I was just gonna say, fan or not a fan, ice is a very polarizing track. Yeah, I love like tree lined. I mean, I just don't you think that course is a little goofy? Like what? What holes? Well, that dog leg, the the dog leg left on the back, or maybe that's the front, late in the front nine. That like the dog leg seems like it happens a little too late. The par five up the hill. That might be it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that is a weird Actually, kind of reminds me of number three at the U of M course, since we've been talking about that today. It's not a dissimilar, but that the fairways raised a little bit there. So you can actually like hit up over the trees if you want to go for the green in two, where you can't do that at the at TC Country Club. And the next hole, I think, is a pretty good hole, the uphill par three. And then the holes near the clubhouse, I think, are... I, I think know. it's nine and ten that are both really short fours. Mm, ooh, yeah, you, you just out yourself for not playing Traverse City Country Club in a long while because uh, number nine. Oh, nine, they renovated it. Renovated it. They put a pool in. Oh. Uh, so now number nine is a par three. If I have. Oh, that three. might be an improvement. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It went from being. Uh. It was a real. Really short par four with like a tree just in, planted in front of the green. I'm just making sure I'm on my right. I'm on the right side. I could be on the wrong hole also. Because I think eight, 18, 18 is right. Like the green is right next to the putting green. I'm pretty sure, and that's the one that kind of goes where the where the trees. That's a great hole. It's a very sloped really fairway. Yep, and then, and then I, a I raised think... green with the runoff. You have to be pretty precise on the approach. Yeah, it's a good hole. So there's some have... good ones for sure. Yeah, I actually. I mean, I think it's. You talk about that's why I like why I like Petoskey Country Club so much, Babe. You because it's just so like the location they did so much with what they like where it is. Like the fact that it's like almost dead downtown Traverse City. Yeah, is very yeah, cool. Yeah. So well, and they have a pool now. So I just I, I like it more already. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, Petoskey Babe will follow in their footsteps one day. Oh <clears throat> boy! Okay. Maybe. There's Hunter on record as wanting a pool at the world-renowned PBVCC. Yes, I think uh, I think that would be awesome. 
I don't think you and it don't don't give a single golf membership away because of it. You give all social memberships. I don't I want the golf cars getting more full. I just want the pool getting full. You don't think that would help? Like you know how many people would come here from that would leave. Well if they build a pool, we might move there and join. <laughs> yeah, they would I think people would leave Boyne that are members <laughs> at Boyne and would would probably like All right, we're getting in too deep now. We're getting <laughs> in too deep. That's all I have from the local side. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. <laughs> All right, um, Hunter, tell me, what do you know about Southern Hills? Uh, I know it is, uh, it's in hill country, based off the name, and I know it's in the hilly part of Oklahoma. I think this place looks awesome. Like, it looks very, when I think of, like, when you close your eyes, picture a golf course, it's, like, exactly what I think about. Like, the creeks rolling through, uh, like, the, the lush greens, like, the... Um, some elevation change. Uh, I'm really excited. Like this will be, I think this is, it doesn't feel, I don't know how to phrase this, but like, you know, uh, there's always been the PJ championship is the fourth major. Yeah. This playing at Southern Hills makes this feel like very top of the line. Like this is not, doesn't feel like the fourth major this year. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. This is a very special place. And for those of you who are not familiar with it, find yourself some time this weekend to watch this tournament because you are going to fall in love with this golf course. Built during the Great Depression, Perry Maxwell was Alistair McKenzie's design partner in the Midwest. So this he's done Prairie Dunes. Um, he helped on Colonial. He, I mentioned he did the U of M course. Like it's a, he's kind of a Midwestern um, sort of designer, and they did he did Crystal Downs. So I think if you've played Crystal Downs, there's a couple things you probably already like implicitly know about Perry Maxwell that you will see in southern hills this week granted southern hills is like a big sprawling everything is big here and I, the only course courses i can really compare it to and i have not been to augusta national but i've been to southern hills is it looks like augusta national and what you'll see that is similar i think in southern hills that you would know about crystal downs is that perry maxwell the defense of the golf course is all up by the green. The greens are smallish, and then they play really, really small because there's runoffs on the corners. Everything has been shaved back by Gil Hans when he kind of tried to make this more original, restored to Perry's original design. So the greens play really, really small, and he's not – like the greens are – diabolical like they are have these maxwell roles that he was famous for where there's kind of like swaling and runoffs and very difficult greens to putt and slopey enough that like augusta national you have to be careful about fairness if they get too fast so like they're very hazardous and they're surrounded by sand the sand looks a lot different now since Gil Hans 
did the restoration where like if you watch the 2007 when tiger won it looks even more like augusta because they have the saucer shaped bunkers and the really white sand it's very beautiful to look at it's a little less aesthetically pleasing now because it's more of a scottish style bunkering which is the way that perry originally designed it but it it will work better because balls that are not placed into the correct sections of the greens will be repelled by the greens and actually funnel into the sand as those bunkers were meant to play rather than just flying it into the bunker being the only way you could get in because in 2007 and back in 2001 when they had the u.s open retief one there was rough now there's almost no rough so a great example of how much more nuance and intricacy can be given to a golf course by cutting away the rough. And like, if it plays firm and fast and it's going to be windy, you will see some really, the, the greens being really penal. When I was here for the USAM that Benny on one, I remember sitting behind 18 green and watching balls approach shots come up onto the green but not the back tier of the green. And therefore the balls get repelled 100 yards back down the fairway from landing it onto the green. So you will see balls land up on the green that if they have, if they're drawing instead of fading or they're too low or they're too hot or they're not landing in the correct section of the green, they will funnel off the green and all the way down sometimes 20, 30, you know, 40 yards. And the other thing that Gil has done, which looks really, really good that Hunter mentioned is he's pulled, exposed more of the creek. So the creek comes into play. It's multiple creeks, I guess, but on many, many of the holes and particularly off the tee. He did add some fairway bunkers, which weren't there originally, but otherwise the golf course is so pure. It's all fairway. It has a tree-lined look. It's not about tall, rough. It's just about how good are you with your long clubs because it, it can be 7,500 yards if they tip it out, which they certainly won't do on Thursday and Friday when the club pros are playing. But like eight can be 280 as a par three, 270 as a par three. So it's got some serious teeth, and the par fives are not really reachable. And two, unless they move the tees up, which probably they will on at least one of the first two days. But um, I totally agree with you. Like when I think of just pure, like original kind of historic golf, this is this is this is the picture of it. Like it's beautiful to look at and it will challenge players with their long clubs and their short games. You are going to have to chip it and get out of the bunkers because nobody can hit all the greens here. They're too penal. They're too small and it's going to be windy. So hopefully it doesn't turn into like a chipping contest because the weather gets so bad. I do think ball strikers have a big advantage here. You need to hit greens and regulation. Um, but I like you am like crazy excited to see the restoration here, to see how these, how these pros, 
uh, attack this golf course and just to see some of the different shots that you had, you got to be able to curve it. You got to be able to hit long clubs. You got to be able to chip it in different ways. It's you're going to have to recover because you're going to hit balls in the Creek. Like it's just really a complete test. Um, the other thing that about the crystal downs thing, it is like Hunter said, it's very hilly. So like the clubhouse is on, on top of a pretty significant hill, which I was mentioning those balls repelling off of 18 green. He is not afraid to just put greens on the tops of hills. So like this, the second shot at nine at Augusta, the second shot at 18 at Augusta is very similar to nine and 18 at Southern Hills where you're playing back up that hill towards the clubhouse. 18 is an absolute bear. The Creek runs across the fairway. If you want, you can like push a driver, but you have to keep it left. And then the fairway runs out at like 315. And then you got to hit a long iron straight up a hill into a severely sloping back to front green that can repel balls all the way back down the fairway. So, um, Grant Tiger shot 63 on this golf course. I don't think anybody's going to do that this week. You can, if you can hit a lot of greens and you hit a couple key recovery shots, you can shoot under par here, but like the winning score in 2007 was minus eight, I think. So I think we could see single, a single digit, winning score here especially considering we've seen wind forecasts in like the 30 30 plus mile an hour range um what did i miss uh, i'm trying to think of some <clears throat> of something to i think you did a pretty uh pretty darn good job of of describing it i do think it's <clears throat> it's nice to see so like Gil Hans removed trees off the golf course and it didn't lose any of its difficulty. Like I think people are always afraid like you take away trees, golf course gets easier, gets more open, but like it's it's so much there's so many more layers to it than that. So I'm excited to see it since the the renovation was in 2017, 18. I think so, yeah. So it'll be it's, uh, I, I agree with you. It's like look at Augusta National. Those are some of the widest fairways. There's some narrow ones, like 18 is a hard fairway to hit. It's a good mix, and you'll see that here too. But I agree with you. Like More fairway is better. More making golf more about angles and strategy. Like I think the really the words of the week for if you want to play well and if you're looking, trying, you're going to gamble and you're trying to pick a player to back or you're going to want to done, you must be precise with your long clubs. You must be accurate with your long clubs, your driver, your long irons, your fairway woods, like Hideki. And you must be able to chip to recover. So you need to be precise and you have to recover. So who can get it up and down under pressure? Who's good out of bunkers? You know, that's when Rory and Cam Smith and guys like that kind of come to mind. So um, on the betting side, I, these are some interesting trends that I think people should know just about the PGA championship, the kind of winners that this tournament generates. Seven of the last 10 have been Americans. 
nine of the last 10 have a top 20 in a previous PGA championship. So it seems like the, they, the PGA of America, like Tony Finau, for example, has a great PGA championship record. Jason Day, for example, has a great PGA championship record. Some guys have really good records on these setups in the way that some guys have really good records on the USGA setups. Um, seven of the last 10 winners were in their 20s. I know Phil won last year, which is a total outlier. So before that, it was seven of nine guys in their 20s. This event, more than the other majors, can favor a younger winner. We saw Morikawa win here as a PGA Championship debutant at Harding Park. Keegan Bradley had not played in a PGA Championship before when he won uh, his PGA. It also profiles good players. Five of the last 10 were in the world's. Uh, top 10 of the OWGR official world golf ranking uh, seven of the last 10 already had a win in the current calendar year. So it does uh, profile form as well. And eight of the last 10 top 20 in their previous start on tour. Um, and a lot of the guys actually play the week before do not. A lot of the winners play the week before don't take the week off. So, uh, all things which I find to be really interesting if you're looking at uh, who to back this week. I really do think that between those trends and the kind of golf course that Southern Hills is, I do think we'll see the young stars of the game playing really well here and excelling on this on this golf course. A longer player who can hit high shots with from long distances, hold firm greens, handle windy conditions and scramble under pressure. Um, granted that kind of a player can win on any golf course, but this really is a, is a complete test. Um, so with that being said, do you have players that you know you like or any, any bets that you've made or bets that you've seen that you really like? Uh, nothing that I've seen. Um, we know you hate Jordan Spieth. You're not betting him. You have a personal vendetta against him. I do. And at this point, it's just, I, mean, I have no choice but to. I have to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> you've, come, you've come this My far. My heels are so dug into the ground right now. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> Um, I, I do. I, I, love, I love Max Homa. I never bet him. But I always like, we always talk about him. But never, never at this exact moment of the podcast when we give our picks. And I don't really know why. This golf course feels like it. He plays well on hard golf courses. I'm like, I keep, I keep thinking of the Riv, and I keep thinking of Max Homa, and then I think of Southern Hills, and I think of low scoring, and I think of this. I don't know what his, I don't know what his short game numbers are. Is my only fear. Like he drives the ball so incredibly well, but in a place where you don't really necessarily need to drive it incredibly well, I just, I just think he, he does a lot to keep himself in it. And obviously, he's a. For as much as you hated the uh, TPC Potomac, it, it proved to me that he like he is, like, <clears throat> he wants not necessarily wants to win because obviously everyone wants to win, but they like, when when push comes to shove, he shows up. Yeah, I like him too. He's seventy to one right now. I actually on DraftKings, I actually have a sixty-five to one ticket on him 
from last week, which makes me feel stupid, but I actually thought he'd be a lot more popular. Um, I'm surprised he's not more popular. And that may be for that very reason that you mentioned, Hunter. He's uh, losing about 0.2 strokes per round around the green, which ranks him 122nd in this field, which is obviously not good. That's in the last 24 rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Woody Austin, you know, you're going to have to scramble in key moments. Like, can he, like, could he, a few shots here and there keep him from hoisting the trophy? Maybe. But yeah, maybe he also has a good week chipping and a good week out of the bunker. Um, so he's 80, 84th in Sanse. So not great there either. But he's 18th in greens and rag. He's 24th in driving distance. He's 7th in proximity, 175 to 200. And he fits the profile of a young and up and a young up and coming player in the, in there. And I think he's might be. He's thirty. He's thirty. He's thirty. Thirty. But still, and he has a win in in the inside this season. So, I think there's a lot of lot of reasons to like like Max Homa. He also played his first nine holes, I think, yesterday, and said it's already one of his favorite courses or the best course one of one of the best courses he's ever played. I think he said. I believe it. I... Other other early comments from the golf course. I saw Rory said that um, it's definitely more open off the tee than he remembered from watching it on on TV. And maybe he even played. He probably played back in 07. I can't. I am not sh- sure. Um, but more playable. But that is he echoed what I kind of said that it's you know you're gonna have to be good with longer irons like long approach shots you have to face some longer approach shots the par threes are very long and chipping short game like really can you get it up and down from the very sort of difficult green areas green complexes on on this on this property so with that being said i think my my next pick uh i think i have to get back on cameron smith i don't know if it'll be an outright but i think a top five like you were just you're like speaking Cameron Smith's language right now in every every sense of the word. Like he just seems he can get up and down from anywhere. Uh, he's a good sand player. He's a really good putter. I don't really I don't necessarily know where his his uh, his weakness lies this week. Yeah, it would just be the driving accuracy. And if he can miss it in the right spots and avoid those kind of duck hooks that cost him at Augusta. And we know he's a horse for course at Augusta National. I bet Cam Smith at twenty-eight to one. I'm I'm considering one and dunning him. I do, I do think precision off the tee is important here, and maybe even more important than at Augusta National. But we see how many strokes Cam can make up with his short game and putting, as you point out, and he has been great he did not play well at the heritage but i'm willing to throw that out other than that his results are fire he's one of the hottest players in the world i think it's a really fair number that you're seeing on him right now kind of in the mid you know that mid 20s range i i got it at 28 to 1 but the other guy that i like who's does a lot of what cam does well good chipper good putter great with the long clubs and a little more accurate with the driver is patrick cantley and Another guy who I think is, you know, destined to break, you know, sort of like he won his, won his FedEx Cup, won his player of the year. Is this, you know, where he 
a, a good golf course for him to win a major. And I think it is. And I think he continues to be mispriced. I think this is one of the, you know, sir, I, I bet him at 22. I see he's down to 16 on DraftKings now, which is probably where I would have priced him to open the week um, based on his form and just the kind of player that he is. So he's down at 16 now with Colin and speed has come crashing down. Um, but I have a, I have a 22 on him. I really like Cantlay, and I'm also considering him as a possible one and done play this week. Well, I feel like we have to mention, because we didn't do it uh, at the Masters, and I don't think we've done it for every, any of his wins, but are we just going to bypass Sky Shuffler again? Do we believe in Sky Shuffler? I do. Um, I definitely do. I think... Uh, you betting him 11 to 1? No, I never bet anything really... I try not to bet anything under 20. Maybe that changes a little bit in a major, but I'm certainly not going to bet it, bet anybody at, at 12. I could see, you know, maybe plus 330 for a top five, which is the number they're giving out on DraftKings. I think his game is great. Obviously, he loves the golf course. He says it's his favorite course. Um, he hits the ball so high, and that is such an advantage on this golf course. Like if you can hit the ball high from a long distance and bring it into a green soft, you you have a huge advantage over over other guys in the field, and that's one of the things that Scotty does so well. Um, there's just been so much winning that there's part of me wondering can he can he continue to just keep winning at the at the clip that he's at, or does he, at some point, does he, a few of these putts not drop and a few of these breaks not go his way, but there's nothing I can point to data wise. He grades out good in, in high winds. I mean, I just like, I'll definitely play at least I'll have a, a couple of shares of him for sure. in DraftKings cause I don't want to have zero exposure on the hottest player in the world right now. And I see no reason why this golf course would, would, I don't know that he's going to win, but I'd be pretty surprised if he didn't play well. Mm-hmm. Now, like Rom, great with his driver, but can he scramble? Can he putt? Can he stay in a tournament mentally engaged when the winning score, when he's going to be making bogeys, he's going to end up in the creek. I, you know, I also think he's due. JT is due. We talked about going 14 months without a win. I do think in some strange ways, this is kind of similar to Medina, which is a course that he loves and blew everyone away at, at the, at the BMW when you and I were there. Um, it's hard to fade the top this week because all these guys are carrying some level of form. And then like you get to Rory backdoor second at Augusta, the backdoor fifth at at Wells Fargo. Like I could see myself. He's 18 to one. I'm not I'm not gonna bet him because I'm I have a packed card already, but he's plus 230 to top 10. This should be a great golf course for Rory. Rory's weakness is like his wedges. 
these longer golf courses where he can be free to hit longer clubs. And then he's going to be able to rely on his scrambling and his putting. He's been on fire with his putter this year. Um, I like, I like so many of these guys at the top, anybody down the board that you think is, I know we said five of the last 10 in the, in the top 10 of the official world golf rankings, but obviously Phil won last year. It's not outside and it's going to be windy conditions, kind of cool on the weekend. It's not outside the realm of possibility. We could see a surprise winner. So do you have anybody in mind from farther down the board? Uh, I'm trying to find somebody that kind of fits that, that mold and like the, let me get back to my board. Well, our boy, Tony Finau. Mm, that's not the first name I was going to say. That's for sure. Is 80 to one. He is plus 650 folks to top 10 here. And he is a PGA championship extraordinaire. I believe top 15s in all of his previous PGA championship appearances. Um, at least the last three, I want to say he was kind of in the mix a little bit at, uh, uh, in Kiowa last year and has played well in, in previous editions as well. I did not bet him outright. I am playing him in DraftKings, and I may, you know, think about a top 20 or something because that's really good value for a player who was just second, right, in Mexico. I mean, I know he's been playing really poorly, but that's, there's a lot of upside there. He's priced next to Matt Kuchar and Jason Day. His name doesn't look right there, Hunter. No, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. I uh, <laughs> I will not be. That's That's more for you. What are we thinking about Tiger Woods this week, Hunter? Uh, I was actually going to say, very strange, like, the lack of Tiger Woods coverage we've had to the point where I'm not even sure he's playing. Like, for all the coverage there was, I know it was the first time he played in however long at the Masters. For all the coverage there was the Masters, it's just not there this week. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. He is playing. Are we sure about that? <laughs> I know he's oh. in the field. I'm just oh, like, he's... He's very much playing. He's very much playing. He's been there for two weeks, apparently. Doesn't it just feel like like all that? I don't, I, just, I haven't seen that much. I saw I saw a little bit yesterday, finally. But and I, like, I finally saw like I saw like something like obviously he's gonna say he's more stronger than what he was at the Masters. Like, yeah, just a, yeah. A, a, so t- a time thing. Um, I don't. Uh, obviously, he's had success here uh, previously. I could I could see him. Playing well, I don't think he's gonna. I don't. I don't think he's gonna win. I could see maybe maybe a top twenty. Um, would you bet him if you got even money on him to make the cut? Would you bet it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I would too. I think I would too. I think he's really prepared. I think this golf course. He's obviously won on this golf course before. I do think this golf course is too long for him to win at. But remember, it's the PGA Championship Thursday and Friday. They're not going to be playing eight from the back tees. They've got 22 club pros in the field or whatever. So I feel pretty good, pretty good that he will make the cut uh, like he did at Augusta. And then I would not be surprised to see if he kind of fades. It's a lot of long shots. It's a difficult walk. 
it's a just a really like test you in every way, physically and mentally. But I think I would bet him to make the cut. I'm not really going to play a lot in DraftKings, and that would kind of be my only exposure. But if they give out those props, I could see myself getting in on that. Um, I mentioned um, Homa, 65. He's now 70. I also bet Burns came all the way back to 65. Again, young, long, good with long clubs, good scrambler, putter. He's, you know, he's a little bit of a, maybe a Max Homa light kind of a, kind of a situation there and that they do a lot of the same things. Well, Sam Burns has a really underrated short game. Um, I think people are fleeing him after they expected him to play well, as I did in Dallas last week. And he didn't, but I still think he's, he's a good fit here. And he's got a couple extra days of prep as a result of missing the cut. Can you believe that Bryson, they're giving out hundred to ones on Bryson DeChambeau on DraftKings this week. Uh, that's kind of what I was, I was looking at that. He's 90 to one on Barstool and I, I mean, pass, but kind of, kind of sad. I don't want to say it's sad to see, but how the mighty have quickly fallen. There's not trouble here in the sense that it's just the Creek. He's not going to be able like to, you're not going to lose your ball or I, 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 I do think I do think he's it's not impossible. I mean, his scores at Augusta, he shot 80 on Friday. Okay. Like he he was bad. And he had surgery and like, but you can a driver like his can take you a long way at Southern Hills. Like he can take some angles and do some things on these dog legs that the other guys are not going to be able to do, even with the creek and the new fairway bunkering. I'm just I'm just imagining him like on a on a side hill like turtleback green down below trying to chip with a six iron up to the up to the hole and not having much success. Well, he's such a good potter. He's got to get there. <laughs> um, I'm betting Harold Varner for first round later because I'm hot coming off the Munoz <laughs> and I I like Varner here. How many first round leader tickets did you have? I, was it Three. less than ten? Okay, it was less than ten. I had three. I had JJ Spawn, who also played really well. Thank you. Congratulations to me. Adam Shank, who had it going on the front and then faltered. And Munoz. Okay. That makes and sense. I don't even know. The other thing I will mention is as Southern Hills in the past, front runners have done well. It's hard to come back at a golf course that doesn't give you a lot of birdies, maybe from a couple strokes or a few. But I really think the leaderboard on Thursday won't be as dissimilar from the leaderboard on Sunday as some other tournaments when you're getting to minus 15 or whatever, and you can shoot minus seven, minus eight in a single round. So I don't, I'm not really going to save many bullets this week. Cause I feel like if you're going to get off to a good start, it's indicative of the way that you're, you know, probably going to play uh, the rest of the week. I'm trying to think, Cameron Young grades out really well here. I think he might be a DraftKings play, though. He's going to be chalky. I mentioned I bet Cam Smith. Siwoo Kim is 180 to 1. Elite ball striker. Very good scrambler. Not so good of a putter. I think he might be able to get away with that. The form has been so-so. But 180 to 1 for a player's champ and a guy that undoubtedly is going to win a major at some point. I'm in. I love how quickly Uh, you just slide. I mentioned Burns. Can't lay. And Gooch, or I mean, uh, Homa, 
You like Gooch, though. You still like Gooch after he missed the cut last week? Any of the any love for the Oklahoma State boys? Uh, Matthew Wolf. Matthew Wolf will never get a single dollar from me. That's <laughs> okay. Chat I, I, I could see. Um, I don't think Hovland can putt well enough. I don't think he can get up and down well enough to to play well here. Um, and then I don't mind Gooch. I still don't mind Gooch. I think I'm gonna. I might just. I might have to ride that one because I was so confident last week. I do love how quickly you say Siwoo Kim, like you quickly like slide over the fact he can't putt. Like he's like, he can do everything else, but he just can't putt. I say he's not a great putter. Not a great. <laughs> Which is like the nicest way of saying that. <laughs> Woody Austin was in contention here when Tiger won. He's the one of the worst putters. Like, if you hit a lot of greens, like Colin Morikawa, look out for Colin Morikawa. He's already won a PGA. We've talked about some of these guys who get hot and chips kind of quickly close together. I hope I'm not wrong about that. But, like, I love, I really like Colin here. I am playing him a lot in DraftKings. 12 to 1, 14 to 1 is too rich for my blood. But, like, that's what I mean about precision. And he gained almost a full stroke scrambling at. Augusta National, which is, I think, the biggest difference between him and Hovland. I love the way Hovland can play this golf course tee to green. I just worry that he's going to get into one awkward spot and make a quick double, you know, because it's so hard to scramble here. And he has not been improving in the scrambling the way that guys like Morikawa and Neiman are. I also think Neiman is a good DraftKings play, by the way, at 8,500, probably a good, decent top 20. Anything else you want to add as we get set for the uh, PGA Championship at Southern Hills? Nope. That's uh, that's all I have. Enjoy the golf course, everyone. Yeah. And congratulations to Jordan Spieth on achieving the career Grand Slam. Let me be the first. Not a chance. Not a chance. Thanks, everyone. See ya.